Hello and good afternoon to everyone and welcome. Kung saan man po kayo, whether you're watching through uh, Facebook, don't forget to like, or YouTube, don't forget to subscribe. We want to say welcome to you near, far, wherever you are. Sabi nga nung kanta, you are welcome in this place. And you're, we're so really, really very, very glad that you could join us this afternoon. Isa lang po yung gusto namin sabihin uh, together with the team na namimiss na po namin kayo. And we believe that the, that the time is, uh, is drawing closer where we can come back and really come together in worship, physical worship in this place. But in the meantime, let's make do with technology. You still have time to tag your friends. Tag nyo na po yung mga, kay, mga kaibigan nyo, kakilala nyo, pamilya nyo. Tag them and not just tag your friends, but even share these worship services and preaching. So, sige po, go ahead. A few seconds, do that as we prepare ourselves to hear from the Word. Uh, tingnan nyo po, red po yung suit ko kasi magpapasko na. <laughs> Hindi na po mapipigil ng pandemic ang Pasko kahit anong mangyari. No one and nothing can stop Christmas from approaching or stop His church, His people, from celebrating the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And ngayon po magpapasko, let's make sure that we continue to both uh, declare and demonstrate the gospel. And gather with your families as we pray and start the preaching of the word. Lord, we are... Just a people, Lord God, that is so thankful of your grace, of your goodness, of your faithfulness in our lives, Lord God. Thank you that there, nothing, Lord, could stop us from worshiping you. Nothing, Lord, could stop your word from transforming our hearts. And we're grateful for today that your word would once again speak to us, Lord God, and allow us to listen, allow us to be transformed, allow us to live out the truth of your word, in Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. I know we've just ended a, a very long series on the book of Romans, the gospel expressed and the, the gospel explained and the gospel expressed. And uh, I, I hope we really got to t- have a taste of an understanding of the truth of that gospel, both an understanding and an application as well na mapush tayo to apply all the truths that we have learned. For today and the next three weeks, we're going to start today a new series entitled Add to Heart. So para lang po yan, ang peg lang yan is para lang tayo nag add to our cart. Yung mga mahilig sa inyo mag-shopee at mag-lasada, nag add to cart kayo, no? But this time, what we're trying to do is add to our hearts. Add to heart, knowing that uh, our object of our worship is truly worthy to be praised. That whatever resources we have is meant to honor Him. That we can give generously and by faith. That's what we're going to tackle for the next three weeks. But today, we're going to start off by looking at the, per, the only person of our worship. Alam niyo po, ang 2020 sa aming pamilya is a milestone. Because we recently celebrated, two weeks ago, we recently celebrated uh, the 80th birthday of my dad. 
Daddy, kung nanonood ka, again, happy birthday. 80 years na po yung aking tatay. And believe it or not, when he was my age, he thought and he was so scared na hindi siya aabot ng age na to kasi, kasi na mas namatay na maaga yung kanyang tatay. No? And when uh, his birthday came at my age, nagtago lang siya sa kwarto para walang mangyari sa kanya. But by God's faithfulness, we celebrated his birthday two weeks ago. We, uh, we prepared food that he liked. Mahilig po sa pagkain ng tatay ko. We gave him gifts. We even uh, collated pictures and uh, we st- the, the just stood up together with the apostles and just honored him. We offered him the best because he is our dad. Think about this. God is worthy. Sabihin niyo po yun sa katabi niyo. Sabihin sa sarili niyo. God is worthy. He is worthy of our thanksgiving. He is worthy of our praise. And certainly, He is worthy of our worship. And for today, we're going to go back to the beginning to understand what that means, that God is worthy. We're going to go back to the start of the Bible. Saan po yun? Si Genesis. Where the first chapter tells us, first two chapters gives us a narrative or even frames the picture for us of the beauty of creation. Yung ganda po ng creation, no? it was described. And not just that, the tragedy of the fall. And after the fall, the eviction of the first family from Eden, and that's where we're going to pick up our time together today. So verse 1 in Genesis chapter 4, verse 1, this is what it says. Now Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived and bore Cain, saying, I have gotten a man with the help of the Lord. And again, she bore his brother Abel. Now Abel was a, was a keeper of sheep and Cain a worker of the ground. Thank the Lord for sons. Sino po sa inyo may mga anak kayong lalaki? Thank the Lord for sons. But I praise the Lord for daughters as well kasi tatlo po yung daughters ko. But if you have sons, praise God for them. Like Adam and Eve, si meron po silang dalawang anak, no? si Cain at saka si Abel. And the Bible tells us that si Abel was actually a herdsman or a keeper of the flock. Kung ngayon po yan, you translate that now, uh, nagpapastol po siya ng tupa or may mas magandang term dyan, baka nasa meat business to si Abel, no? Either frozen or fresh meat. Si, uh, si Cain naman has, had a green thumb. Sino sa inyo may green thumb kayo? In fact, we have a term for, for him. We can have a, uh, a term for him, no? Si Cain. Pwede natin siyang tawagin plantito. Plantito po si Cain, no? Because uh, siya naman, sabi, he is a worker of the ground. But whatever business, let, let me tell you this, we are, we are in a varied form of businesses and uh, we work in different industry. Whatever area you're working or doing business in, I pray even right now, I'm declaring that the Lord blesses the works of your hand. Receive that blessing. But also remember that everything that you have that comes out of that business and employment comes from the Lord. And never, ever forget that and give thanks to God for that. So the original Adam's family, ito po yung original Adam's family, no? si, si uh, Adam and Eve, they had 
an encounter with God. Think about it. No? They have an encounter with God. Alam nila yun. They have intimate conversations with Him. They, as, as a friend would talk to a friend. Ganun po, yung, ganun po ka-intimate si Adam and Eve. They, they knew and uh, they knew how it is to be in the presence of the Almighty. Alam nyo po, itong sing-sing ko at saka itong rilo ko, bigay po ng asawa ko to. And I remember every time I look at it, no, it, it reminds me of her love for me. You know, even if, think about this, even if Adam and Eve sinned and they were taken out of the garden and they were evicted from the garden, the last act that God did for them was to sew for them garments of skin. God clothed them. In other words, nung nasa labas na po sila ng Garden of Eden, pinalalaki nila yung dalawang anak nila. Suot-suot pa nila yung damit na ginawa ni Lord sa kanila. That reminds them, I'm just imagining this, no? the, the clothes that they're wearing would actually remind them of the God that they once had intimate relationship and conversations with. And kung tatay talaga sila, at saka nanay, naintindihan ko po na maybe when they were interfacing with their children, si Cain and Abel, they were telling them, you know, look at this, look at this, what we're wearing. This was given to us by our supreme being, by our creator. Alam mo yung kinikwento nila sa kanilang mga anak. But here's the sad part. Nowhere, nowhere in the Bible do we see Adam and Eve putting up an altar or making an offering to the Lord. Nowhere, hindi wala po kayo makikita sa Bible. Of, was, uh, was there ever a mention of that? But, their sons put up an altar to the Lord. Kung titignan niyo po yun, their sons put up an altar. Why? Because I believe, I believe, na pagkwentuhan ni Adam and Eve, they did, nasabi nila Adam and Eve sa Cain and Abel, who this God is. Na, Intimate nila sa kanilang mga anak na merong Diyos na nag-create sa atin, sa amin at sa inyo. And He allowed us to have the both of you. You know, I'm so thankful. Lahat po ng mga anak ko, I'm so thankful that they know God. They know God. In their own way, no? Parents, listen here. Speak to your children about God. You have all the time in the world now. You're together during lunch, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Especially if you're working at home. No? Pwede kayong, there are a lot of opportunities to talk to your kids about the Lord. Pray. Pray that they will have an encounter with God. That one day, they will make a decision for Him. But not only that, connect them with people who will disciple them towards God. I'm thankful for our kids' church. Kids' church, Pastor Poth, natin si Pastor Jed, na even during the pandemic, they're still partnering with you and me in discipling our children. They're telling our children about God, not through yung kids' church at home. Sino po sa inyo yung nanonood kayo ng kids' church at home? While, while some of you are watching uh, our, our worship service, what you can do is allow your children, young kids, to watch them on kids' church at home. Tell them about who this Jesus is. Tell them about this God who is worthy of worship and of praise. So there's the, 
Adam and Eve didn't put up an altar, but their sons did. See, Cain and Abel. Let's move on to verse 3. In the course of time, Cain brought to the Lord an offering of the fruit of the ground. And Abel also brought the firstborn of his flock and of their fat portions. And the Lord had regard for Abel and his offering. But for Cain, his, his offering, he had no regard. So Cain was very angry, and his face fell. As you can see, the offerings here were being compared and contrasted. When you think about it, was it really the offering? Was it the offering? Was it the quantity or the quality of the offering? Was it God's preference? Mas gusto ba ni Lord na... na Fat ang dadalin sa kanya, mas gusto ba ni Lord na fruit of the ground ang dadalin sa kanya? Ano ba po talaga? And here's the beauty of scriptures. We can look at scriptures complementing and supplementing one another. So we go to Hebrews 11 to find out the answer why God uh, looked with favor upon the offering of Abel. So tingnan po natin yung scripture na yon. In Hebrews 11.4, by faith, the Bible says, by faith, Abel offered to God a more acceptable sacrifice than Cain, through which he was commended as righteous. God commended him by accepting his gifts, and through his faith, though he died, he still lives. By faith, ang sinabi po natin. Hindi, hindi siya because of the quality of the offering. Maybe the scholars are still debating yung batalaga. Grain offering yun sa isa, yung isa of flesh offering. But I believe more than those two, the reason behind it, the reason why God accepted the offering of Abel because it was given by faith. Why is that important? Because this is what I believe. All worship starts with faith. What does that mean? It starts with an understanding of the object of worship. It starts with an understanding of the mind. Sino ba yung pinagdadalan mo ng worship mo? Who is this God? Who is, for, for as we know it, He is sovereign, all-powerful, all-consuming and holy and righteous. It starts with an understanding of the mind. And then, because you know of who He is, His attributes, His characteristics, then the heart begins to submit to Him. Because the heart is, the, is submitted to this awesome and worthy God, then the hands would follow. The hands would bring a, wor a worthy offering, an offering worthy of worship. That's exactly what Abel did. No wonder his offering was accepted by God. His faith reflected his offering, mga kapatid. Malamang, sa malamang, si Cain knew of God. In fairness, he knew of God, but he did not know God. He did not submit his heart towards God. Therefore, that's the reason I believe that God did not look with favor upon Cain's offering. Because it was never given in faith. Maybe it was given out of obligation, Maybe it was given out of compulsion. I don't know, but it was never given in faith. The Bible tells us in Romans 14, 23, for whatever does not proceed from faith is 
sin. If it is not done in faith, regardless of what you're offering to God, you can offer your whole being, you can offer everything that is within you, your talents, your treasures, your skills, your wealth, your relationships, you can offer all of those to God. But if it is not given by faith, mga kapatid, kung hindi siya by faith, it will not please God. If it is given, you know, whatever offering we're given to God, it is never given under obligation. Let me tell you this. I grew up as a Catholic. Until I was 13 years old, I was a, we were practicing Catholics, no? And when we, you would go to Mass, you would see people just putting in the coins. So what I did, because I see, saw them putting in the coins, I would put coins as well. So why, why was I doing that? Because it was meant to be done out of duty. Maybe for some of you, you've been raising your, your kids here in, in church. They see you giving your tithes and offering. When they're doing it, Maybe at this point, maybe it is still out of duty or because out of tradition because they're seeing you done doing that. Maybe it's done out of compulsion when you're bringing an offering to God, whatever that is. What does that mean? Pag out of compulsion, dahil na-pressure ka lang, napilit ka lang na pastor, inulit-ulit ng victory group leader mo na kailangan ka mag-tight so mag-offer ka ng, ng skills mo, mag-volunteer ka sa church or whatever. Kaya ka nagbibigay kay Lord. It's out of compulsion. For some of us, it's out of necessity and reciprocality. Yung iniisip mo, kailangan ko magbigay para bigyan blessed din ba? Para blessed ba ako ni Lord? Alam mo yun? But giving and offering our sacrifices is never by obligation, never by compulsion, never by reciprocality or by need. It is always given by faith. Verse 6. The Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry? And why has your face fallen? If you'll go back to verse 5, Cain was not angry. Hindi naman siya angry. Very angry po siya. Galit na galit si Cain. So, here is God. Powerful, great, and majestic. The ruler of all for all times. The creator of everything. And instead of destroying Cain. Instead of his destruction, he was starting a conversation with Cain. Can you relate to that? Maybe you'll ask the question, bakit ginagawa ni Lord ni Lord yun? Why is, why is he even starting a conversation with Cain? Because he was displaying his tender mercies. Because he was exposing the heart of Cain so that he would be given a chance to repent. How many of you can relate to that? Sometimes you have deep conversations with God through your spirit and through his word. And you know that he is talking to you and asking, but kagalit. Why is that in your heart? You know the reason behind that is he is exposing your heart. And he wants you to come to a point of repentance to him. My question is this. Was Cain being justly untreated? Pareho naman kami nag-offer ah. The Cain could actually say that. May dinala si Abel, may dinala ako. Was Cain being unfairly treated or was Cain fair, unfairly treating God? Because if he had an understanding of who this deity is, who this sovereign person is, 
then he would have given the right sacrifice. But apparently, he did not bring an offering that was worthy of worship. Yung po yung totoo. Yung po yung totoo. His heart did not understand that this God who was speaking to him was really worthy of the best. Because he created everything that, that is around Cain. So he was asking not, not for, for pittance. Hindi po yung but he was worthy. This God that was talking to Cain was worthy of the best. Cain's heart merely followed his his hand. Cain's hand merely followed his heart. Kung ano po yung dinala ni Cain, that was only a reflection of his heart. And his heart was not really right with God. Ito po, I know many of us, many of you can relate to this. At times, ikaw na'y nagkulang, ikaw na'y nagkasala, tapos ikaw pa'y galit kay Lord. Sa totohanan lang, who can relate to that? Ikaw na'y nagkulang, ikaw na'y nagkasala, ikaw na'y nakalimot, ikaw pa'y nagagalit kay Lord. And you have these conversations with God. You have this, this uh, talk with Him, speaking to you, and yet your heart is not right with Him. You know what? If that's you, God exposing your heart. Come to a point of repentance to Him. Verse 7, and this is the last verse. If you do well, will you not be accepted? If you do not do well, sin is crouching at the door. Its desire is contrary to you, but you must rule over it. In first part of conversation, of the conversation that he had with Cain, that was a display of God's mercy. The last part of the conversation was now a display of God's justice. Sinasabi niya kay Cain, if you're doing well, hindi pa kita tatanggapin. Pero because you're not doing well, sin is crouching by the door of your heart and it seeks to master you. But on the contrary, you have the power to master sin. Yung po yung sinasabi ni Lord kay Cain, do not allow sin to rule over you. God is not really unjust. Hindi naman po unjust si Lord. In fact, He is merciful and kind and righteous. When He speaks to us, when He, he points a finger into our hearts, He wants us to come to a point of realization and repentance and worship towards His name. You know what happened? Because eventually Cain killed Abel. That's how it ended. A sad ending. A brother killing a brother. The first recorded murder in the Bible. Because he allowed himself to be ruled by sin instead of allowing himself to be ruled by God. He moved from that point of just being angry with God to really displaying his anger by killing his brother Abel. You see, whatever we're bringing to God, know this to be a fact. Whatever offering you have within yourself and you're planning to sacrifice and offer it to God, know this, God is worthy of your whole being. He's worthy of your wealth. He's worthy of your skills. He's worthy of your talents. He's worthy 
of everything that he has given you. So how do we respond by faith? Very, very quickly. How do we respond by faith in worship? The first is this. Bring the best to God because he deserves it. The best of your talent, the best of your treasure, the best of your time. Hindi po pwede kay God yung tira-tira. Hindi tira-tira ng oras natin. Hindi tira-tira ng, ng pera natin. Certainly, hindi tira-tira ng efforts or energy natin. He deserves the best. Bring the best offering that you have with God. Ang masama po is this. No? Sometimes as Filipinos, meron tayong tinatawag na pwede na culture, yung character flaw natin. And even in worship, we bring that. We tell God, pwede na yan si Lord. Well, let me tell you this. Your pwede na is not pwede na. Let me repeat that again. Your pwede na is not pwede na. Why? Because He is God Almighty. He is God holy and righteous. He is God powerful. He is God sovereign. He is God ruler of all things. He is worthy of your best and your worship unto him. That's one. Bring the best of what you have to God. And number two, guard against the way of Cain. What does that mean? You know, guard against the way of Cain. His absence or lack of faith that is usually reflected by, by the sin of envy, by the sin of covetousness, by the sin of greed, and even the idol worship of money. So guard against that. The way of Cain. Guard against you being envious when God is dealing with the righteous. Ano po, an, ano po yung nararamdaman nyo pag ganon? Ano po yung nararamdaman nyo? When people are being, when people are being uh, blessed by God, how do you feel when, when you see others bring? What, what comes out from you? Is it envy? being judgmental, or maybe you're resentful of what God is doing to other people. Guard against the way of Cain. Cain resented how God was dealing with Abel, and he killed Abel. And about this, the denial of responsibility to worship. Let me tell you this. You are responsible for your worship. Yes, brothers and sisters, listen to this. You are responsible for your worship. Whatever method, whatever time, whatever manner, whatever place you're worshiping, you are responsible for your worship. Not your parents, not your victory group leaders, not your best friend, not the one who brought you to church, not the one who shared the gospel to you. It's you who is responsible for your worship. And lastly, so we say, Bring the best to God, guard against the way of Cain, lastly, repent. This is a call to repentance. Every one of us at one point have been guilty. Guilty of not giving God what is due him. Guilty of not recognizing him as a God who is worthy of everything that's best in us. So we come to him in repentance. We will not allow sin to be the master over our hearts, but rather when we have conversations with God, when God is, is putting a finger over your heart, allow Him to discipline you, to speak to you, to transform your heart, and bring you to repentance. So what's our takeaway for today? 
one statement. Our best offering given by faith pleases God. Our best offering given by faith pleases God. Why don't you join me as we take this time to just allow the Lord to speak to us. Even as the word was preached, I pray that you will receive it with much humility in your heart. I ask that the Holy Spirit, even right now, right at this very moment, begin to tag at your heart to begin to open your ears to the conversation that he is starting with you, telling you that he is God sovereign in your life, telling you that he is worthy of all worship and of all praise. Father God, we seek your forgiveness. We seek your mercy, Lord, for the way we have treated you with our offerings. At times, Lord, we have taken the way of Cain. We've been greedy and envious and covetous. And even at times, Lord God, we're, bordered, we're bordering on idol worship of money. Lord, would you forgive us as your people? We seek your grace. We seek your forgiveness. And Father God, help us to recognize you, to understand fully who you are to let our hearts submit to you and to let our hands respond in offering of everything that's best in us. Lord, we surrender our lives to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. I hope this preaching has blessed you. Again, you can tag your friends. You can share this with them. And next time you can invite them to listen to the preaching of the word. But in the meantime, receive the blessing of the Lord. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. God bless you. See you next week. And next week, we're going to talk about the purpose of wealth as Bishop Jure preaches for us. God bless you. See you next week. Bye-bye.